This is the fourth episode of our podcast, Putting Ourselves in the Picture, as part of an AHRC UKRI Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Fellowship with Fast Forward Women in Photography. I'm Anna Fox, a photographer and professor of photography at University for the Creative Arts in Farnham, and I created Fast Forward with Karen Knorr in 2014 to promote and engage with women in photography across the globe. I'm Maria Kaparova. I'm also an artist, photography tutor, and I have been working with Anna on a fast forward since 2014. In this episode, we will be joining our partners from the Putting Ourselves in the Picture workshops, organized for refugee and migrant women in Bradford, at Impressions Gallery and in Edinburgh, with the team from National Galleries of Scotland. Through a series of innovative workshops and mentorship activities, the aim is to give women new and important skills training, and in doing this, enable them to make images that increase awareness of women's unheard life stories. We join Annie Lydon as she drives our audio producer to visit a collage workshop held at North Edinburgh Arts with Sam Rutherford and Wendy McMurdo. So my name is... Annie Lydon, and I'm Chief Curator of Photography at National Galleries of Scotland. I was approached by Anna Fox to partner with her and Fast Forward Women in Photography on this project, putting ourselves in the picture. And it was an opportunity to really join up and do something that we had been interested in for a long time, which is working with different audiences, different communities and obviously because this one was specifically photography based and more to the point, you know, sort of female based, it was of real interest to me. All of us who are involved are all women. So right away there is a connection there regardless of age, background, where we're from. We're all mothers. So there's again some sort of natural connections that we have that we can relate to one another and then I think it's also just recognizing that as mothers and as women we don't often get to tell those stories and that these stories are entirely valid and worth telling and important to tell because often you're just too busy with the day-to-day and for these women that we're working with they have come through a lot you know personally to just you know be here and that's everything from the sort of physical journey from their home countries to now living in Edinburgh to the personal and spiritual journeys that they've all encountered as well so it's nice to have that time sort of set aside where we can reflect on that and we can talk about it and we can find those connections or learn about the differences. You know, as a photography curator, of course, my passion is with photography, but to be able to see their excitement and their interest in it is just what it's all about, you know. I love photography and I want other people to be excited by it, to feel engaged by it, 
to want to participate in it. And that's, that's what this project offers in a very direct way and in a way that has kind of meaning just beyond, you know, the immediate. It's being invited into people's lives and they're very generously welcoming us in. And, you know, getting to work with people like Wendy and Sam, who are just such experts in their field. So, sorry, I'm just seeing a big bus coming. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can go in and out as and when. So, those of you, I think you were all at Workshop Row, weren't you? And Natasha mentioned collage was one of the things that we might be looking at. Um, I love collage. It's a really accessible thing for all ages, but you can make really powerful statements. So collage is, well, it's kind of cutting and So my name's Sam Rutherford. I am a freelance teaching artist. I usually work at the National Galleries of Scotland. And my part in this project has been to do the workshops with the women. In the last 15 years or so, I have been very much working with community groups and doing tours and workshops at the National Galleries of Scotland. But my passion lies with working with community groups. And a few years ago, I did a photo voice project through the galleries with a group to do with alcohol and how the environment affected people's recovery. And I just saw the power in how Working with people with lived experience, we could tell really strong and powerful, authentic stories using photography and words. The route I've taken is more about facilitating groups and working in the community, but I think now that is really important actually, and, and I think I've got to a point, maybe it's an age thing, that I can feel quite comfortable that that's my role. and. Uh, I've never particularly been interested in the kind of exhibiting in a white cube. I've always loved working with people. I think with this project as well, just that feeling of, well, health and well-being is so important for us all, but especially just now, I think, doing all you can to give people a good experience, gain confidence, and be able to use the creative arts in such a powerful way is, is fine. <laughs> My name is Wendy McMurdo. I'm an artist and a photographer. I'm also an academic and I was invited by Annie Lydon to take part in putting ourselves in the picture. You know, I came into photography really when I came back from New York where I'd been living and working with printmaking really I'd certainly studied fine art and not photography up until that point but it was being around a very vibrant photography scene in New York in the 80s that I came back and thought I really want to work in sort of photographic medium so yeah I've been working in photography for the last sort of 20 years and as part of that I also like most artists began to teach I began to teach photography and really became very interested in 
that whole process and how particularly talking therapy was really, for me, an absolutely essential part of understanding what it is you wanted to say and where you wanted to go. This is something that I quite naturally, you know, start to employ whoever I'm working with and whatever group actually, at whatever level. Just as a recap, okay. we've got this sort of seven years uh, project. We also, it's a difficult story because it goes through an arc and it's quite a, a difficult time. Mm. And I think you have to decide how you want to address that in the writing as well, you know, mm. how, how honest you want to be, that's completely up to you. Mm. But how you're feeling at that point, you're in a very different point now. No. You brought the toy along, uh, photographed that. You may want to allude to that, talk about that more in your writing, and um, because people will see this toy, but they may wonder what the relevance is. You know, and I think it's a combination of text and image. That's really because of the pandemic, we had to kind of rethink where we would meet the women, and I think in some ways that was a really good thing because most of the women live locally to the centre that we've been meeting at. It's a resource that they use anyway. North Edinburgh Arts is a really fantastic resource and, and there's a great cafe, you know, it's a social space. There's lots happening in, in their area. So the, the fact we were almost forced to, to meet somewhere that wasn't the gallery has been a really positive thing in the project and has been a really great part. You know, simple things like making sure we eat with the women every time and make coming to the sessions as simple and easy as possible has been a huge part of making it happen, really. The women came along, some of them with stories that were quite fixed, others that stories that were yet to be developed. There was a sense, I think, with some people that they might think their stories weren't really worth telling. You know, and this is quite an important part of the process, is giving people the confidence to realise that we all have stories, yeah, all of us, and they actually are all interesting. And some people just don't believe that, or they don't believe it until they externalise and are given the opportunity to sort of talk about what it is about their lives that they've found joyous, difficult and problematic go across the emotional spectrum so it's very much sort of pulling that out and giving people license I mean I think that's the power of being part of a group like this having the time to focus on the self and just say well I'm dedicating this time to myself so hence you know the title I think putting ourselves in the picture it's not necessarily putting our family or our community in the picture, although that might be part of your story, it's putting yourself in the picture. And I think for many women especially, they find that not necessarily difficult, but sometimes they've never had the opportunity to do it before. So that is an important part of the project, and the project's been very much set up from all angles to really prioritise each member of the group and make sure they have exactly what they need to allow them the space and time to be successful in that regard. I was thinking that we'll go with the teddy because that was the day he took the teddy bear because I told them to pick something. So I was thinking the letter will go with, with the teddy bear because 
We don't know if we're going to come back or we're just going to be deported. I mean, I'm looking at this image now, which is of a, of a front door with, um, with a welcome mat in front of it. You know, on the one hand, it was very funny, <laughs> but on the other hand, there was a real sort of irony there because it was a very difficult time for you, wasn't it? It was difficult because, I mean, they didn't put into consideration the fact that you have kids and you need to feed them and you need to pay your rent and your bills. We've been quite fluid with our approach in some ways. We decided early on that we would start with using their mobile phones because they're really used to using them. So that was a great way to get a sense of their stories. And Wendy interviewed them very early on, actually, and we talked about the stories that they would like to share. Initially, we had um, a roundtable meeting and all the members of the group were in it. And, you know, we sat down and... You know, asked Evdy, you know, you know, what's your story? People opened up, very generous. Evdy went around the stories and the last person in the group um, told hers and then just looked reflectively into the mid-distance and said, wow, this is deep. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, great, it is deep. You know, because I think that if you want to do something meaningful, then it has to be real. That's the exciting part of the project, I think, for all of us, for the group and for the people who are working on it. It's something that's, you know, very dear to them, very real. This idea of the disappearing or the shrinking body. <laughs> you know, that was an accident. The light oh, bounced off that one. Okay. I thought in relation to your project, which was when we first talked about it, it was very much about finding a way to get out into the wider world. Mm-hmm. When you when you were felt very overweight and it was during lockdown. Mm. That was interesting to hear you talk about how difficult that was initially, because it was yeah. difficult for you, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was, very. Can you very remember the first time that you decided to go out? The, yeah, the first time I decided to go out. I didn't go that far because I became tired. I think I went out for 15 minutes and then 15 minutes back home. And the first three days, I felt pain in my muscles and that nearly put me off, but I said, oh, because I knew that should happen because the muscles hadn't gone. We've also had visits to the galleries. There's been two key shows that the women have seen that I think have really influenced their work. I was really pleased that we were able to have a look at the Alison Watt exhibition at uh, the Portrait Gallery and also the Isaac Julian exhibition here at Modern One. Both very different exhibitions but really relevant to the women and the work that they were doing. Changing of the body, the changing of you, is really useful. So, you know, what I would recommend doing over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, the remainder Mm -hmm. of the project is go out every day, Mm -hmm. maybe even twice a day, to the same spot on your walk and just plainly document what is in front of you, the road the path and it will look very different depending if you go out in the morning if you go at night so if you build up a series of say a dozen Mm -hmm. pictures today we did a collage workshop and I think we'd got to a point where it was really helpful to do quite a playful hands-on workshop we were experimenting a little bit with images that the women had already taken so we have quite a lot of images of them. We used a few images from the collection at the National Galleries and 
we talked about how text can really enforce a message or change an image. And while I was doing the workshop, there was time allowed for Wendy to speak one-to-one with the women and uh, look at the images that they've taken over the last few weeks. We've got two great pictures here of objects that are really important to your faith and you're using them as part of the project to give people a little bit of insight into your life. One is this lovely image of a tambourine with these beautiful sort of stencils of animals on them. I wonder if you could talk about where that came from. Is that an old object? Yeah, the tambourine, during the children of God were leaving Egypt to promised land. Um, when the, the Red Sea divided and they walk on the land, you know, to cross over. So after that, Miriam, the Moses' sister, was holding the trampoline. He started singing. You see in the church today, you see them playing music using the trampoline. I'm in the choir, so I do use the trampoline to sing and, you know, praise God. I love that image because it also looks like a tambourine that's been beaten many hundreds of times because as the images wear off. And all of this group have got young children. They're all doing very interesting things. One of the group is a lawyer. You know, the other is working in sort of um, social advocacy. Two of the group were teachers and will hopefully return to teaching. You know, one is a stay-at-home mother, so they've all got really interesting identities and paths and lives. So they're at a very different stage in their career. But after saying that, you know, all of them, there's a visual fluency that they are starting to develop as part of the project will really hold them in good stead. I've seen some of the work coming out of the workshops and there's a great sense of inventiveness about how the stories are being told. Lots and lots of different sorts of image making has been explored and it's coming together in a really interesting way. I really am looking forward to seeing the final stories. Next, we'll be joining Jane Hiley and Carolyn Mendelssohn at Impressions Gallery in Bradford, where the women taking part in the workshops are learning about how to make portraits. My name's Jane Hiley and I work at Impressions Gallery as the Visitor Services and Bookshop Manager. So I am the front-facing person of the gallery. So Impressions Gallery, we're based in Bradford, but we're a national gallery and we show the world through photography. So we sometimes tackle subjects which not everybody wants to deal with. The last exhibition we had was um, In Which Language Do We Dream, which was a photographer and artist, Rich Wiles, working with a Syrian refugee family and their mother Ruba and he was um, helping Ruba with her photography skills and the exhibition was about the family and their journey and their new life in Hull. For putting ourselves in the picture I've been project managing throughout since we started back in May. My role in the workshops was mostly making sure as many of the women could attend as possible so being the bridge between Carolyn and the ladies so they had everything they needed so they could get the most out of the workshops. So my name's Carolyn Mendelssohn. I'm a photographer and filmmaker. And today we're in Impressions Gallery and I've been delivering workshops for putting ourselves in the picture for a group of women refugees who are based in the Bradford area. We reached out to various local groups that um, work with refugee ladies and 
asylum seekers. We did a call out and asked for people if they'd like to be involved, if they've got an interest in photography. We were looking for like up to ten ladies to take part, but we ended up with a nice group of eight. Most of the, the ladies who turned up had only been in, in England for a short period of time, quite a lot less than a year, and had come from various backgrounds. So when they came to us, they're mostly um, just finding their place in England, just um, settling in. We do have some others, and that did pose some different challenges for them and how they could attend classes. So we worked with those women to try and make sure they could be in the workshops and get the most out of the project. I was invited by Impressions Gallery to deliver this series of workshops. Most recently, I developed a project called Through Our Lens, where I developed a way of working to enable people who had no previous experience of photography to tell their story through visual images and words and photography. And the aim was that those people, particularly those who are disempowered and have no platform to express their story have a platform and that platform is through photography I'm very open I encourage people to make mistakes in order to learn how to do things I want them to get to really enjoy the process I share things and I leave a space for those participants to share their stories. I think it's important to give them the space to talk and to show their work and to respond to work. But I would say that I do that anyway in different arenas. I think this is a very special place for these women to be though. It's great to run workshops from Impressions Gallery and I think it's a real privilege to be part of it. I guess I was really surprised in the first few sessions when we'd be evaluating the session or talking and I'd say, how's your week been? And they might have had a really hard week, a really challenging week. Lots of people's lives are quite chaotic and are in flux. But the act of coming here was a very happy and positive experience. So by being part of this, for those individuals, it was a massively positive thing. I love this picture because I can see the happiness in the child jump and I love because sometimes we lose the happiness about the problem in our countries that's why I love this picture I remember when my father told me uh, when I was a child you don't tire when you jump <laughs> and I, no no and you I said you why my father is tired I said <laughs> I love this picture, and I love the other picture, the beach. We lived near to the beach, and every time we we was going with my family to the beach. That's why I love this. I love the landscape. So, 
initially quite a few members of the group were sharing important recipes which were lovely and and also little tips that they'd learned from the countries that they'd come from the main thing for me initially was to say that your story is important I really, really hope for them that this not only helps them to take really compelling and powerful photographs, but also that their own individual narratives and own individual stories reach out to a wider audience. The photography is one of my goals. When I was a child, my father all the time took pictures. He taught me about the picture. I don't know about the rule of the. I don't know about the grid. I don't know about the light. And, and right now, I'm studying, and I would like to get a good job. He could be a photographer. This is. Um a singer from Middle East, but uh, she's like the Arab people think this is the like her voice is a pure music. We we love her. I I used to live in Syria for ten years, so in the morning you can't hear anything uh, in Syria, just her voice. Something I really feel is important is you never know what somebody's story is. It's so easy to just stereotype people because of their age, their gender, their skin colour. You never know what their story is. So always be open to the fact that so-called ordinary people have extraordinary stories that they can share. But also that goes with other photographers as well. People have lots of things they can share and I think never underestimate what people potentially can do. I think when I'm running a workshop, I always think everyone has the potential to have moments of being brilliant. And as a facilitator, my ambition is to create that structure for them to be creative, to give them some really tangible skills that they can use to be able to tell their story. When I was 12, I saw a camera in stores in Syria and in Iraq even, but... Um, hold it and be be someone who who who's taking the the photographs was like impossible it was very expensive and uh, i i don't have like any chance to get one but uh, I, I told caroline when i just hold the camera for the first time it was like my dreams come true and now you saw me when I asked if the course will end. I don't want that to happen. I want to keep going in this way. Uh, I'm very happy. Finally, the life gives you a chance to, to, to do what, what you want. So I don't want to lose that. My ambition is to, to take photographs for people I care about and show them how my eyes look at them like, you know, express my feelings through my camera. Because I've been part of the workshops, I've also been taking notes myself as well, so 
I've been learning as well along with the ladies. We all found this common thread together, even though everyone was new to each other and we're all from different places, have different experiences, and it's still going. We're all still actively in touch and learning from each other. It's not not surprising, but the most enjoyable bit is just getting to know these, these new people and make some friendships from it all. And just to see the world through different people's eyes it's like you know their experiences and just learning what they're going through i've learned so much from from this group of women they're all from different parts of the world they're all very different individually in character their stories are obviously different but they have an experience that pulls them all together what has been so wonderful is the amounts of joy they have put into the sessions. You know, one thing that is always important to me is that not only do they share their story, it's about sharing of other people's stories and learning about other people's lives. So through the photography, they're learning the basics of photography, but they're also learning about how to translate their experience through visual imagery and learning about how to talk about it as well, which I think is a very powerful thing. Yeah, you can sense it. It's Megan, and her, he's, he's, she's um, a kid, okay, and she's young, but you see the sad in her eyes, you know, this is the, because, mm. you know, we have a more terrible in our life, yeah. so when she's looked look to you... When we are go in the bus, every time my son, you see him, he's a six, Mom, see the view, see the view, Mom. Now they feel look like me when they see a view. See, Mom, this is a view. Are you okay? It's very nice, Mom. What I say to you, yeah? He said, yes, we are so happy. Also, when I go with them every time, they make themselves models for me every time. Okay, Mama, we take pictures. See, this is the background. It's very nice. We are, and they take. Oh, very enjoy, really. It's changed my life, and I forget a part, a big part from my life, problems. Now we are enjoy, and uh, now I'm practice. My my son also because he's six. Give me one with the camera. I will try. I said, wait. I will show him how to make. And now he's grown up with that. I I hope he's also enjoy with me. Photography really rescued me from many things. And I had prior to becoming a photographer, I had worked in theatre. I directed and made theatre and I also made films and I was known as an artist and I did site-specific film projections. And then when I had a family, so I had my first child, I then would take him with me to editing studios and then moved up here, I had two more children and I could no longer do those things because I was the main child carer. And it was at that point that I picked up a camera and I realized that I could tell stories in my own square meter and that was a complete epiphany that I could use still images and I could use still images in such a way that they invited people in in the same way that like a theatrical narrative or, or a film narrative can do. So in that respect being a woman was all the reason I took up photography. In my opinion because I believe in the future as female. So I believe, yeah, it's, it's deeper. Everything. When you put women in a position or in, 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 in a place, everything will be 
better. Because we put our feelings, our thinking about the thing we do, and uh, this makes everything better. So many people doubt that they can really do it. So many women actually doubt that they can really do it, doubt that they're really good enough. We need to mute those voices. I'd say be very single-minded, work through your blocks, get your work out there, share your work. Don't expect people to necessarily love your work. It doesn't matter if they don't, but if you have something to say, get your work out there. Be kind to people, listen to people, be respectful, make contacts with people, find out about other artists' work who you relate to. Most of all, you have to work really hard. It's a great thing. It's uh, how you can put yourself in a picture, not yourself, but you, people who, who you care about and you love, do it. And you won't be sorry about it. I promise, yeah. <laughs> Um, workshop grow has extended the workshops more and it's added like a really valuable addition and it's taken some of the ladies photography to another level um, and it's focused them in a little bit more and maybe hopefully feeling like they can continue after the project finishes well obviously the next step is the making of the book but obviously I'll be working with the ladies and helping them with that um, and obviously Impressions Gallery will still keep in touch with them. And if they want any further mentorship or guidance or if they ever want to ask anything, like we're always going to be available and be a, a safe, welcoming place where they can come along and ask and, and speak to us. It's been an incredible experience watching the development of these workshops and the mentorship and seeing these stories come out little by little. We've been at a distance and that is a strange experience, but I've found that there's been incredible invention with images, text, poetry and video making. And suddenly the experiences that everyone's been having are slowly being shared. It really has been both challenging and exciting for everyone involved. Yes, it's very exciting. But also, we obviously have to face the difficulties to work in the pandemic situation. And we have to be creative and find solutions to continue work and support these women. So in that sense, the school Workshop Grow, established by the artist Natasha Korana, is the perfect partner for us. Natasha continues to work uh, with participants from three locations, London, Bradford, Edinburgh. By using online teaching and learning tools she created at the school. Workshop Grow created a special program for our participants, accommodating their needs and helping to develop their skills. And we will be talking with Natasha about it more in our next episode. Putting Ourselves in the Picture is part of an Arts and Humanities Research Council UK Research Initiative Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Fellowship awarded to me at Fast Forward Women in Photography. The project works in partnership with Autograph, Impressions Gallery Bradford, National Galleries of Scotland, Women for Refugee Women and Workshow Grow. 
This podcast was produced by Anna Fox and Maria Capaiva, with audio production by Lucia Scatsocchio from Social Broadcasts.